You're listening to People Real by Brandon Knopf. Good morning. All right. As someone comes up right behind me or in front of me. Uh, thank you for coming out and, or not coming out, but just actually sitting at your computer, listening on your phone, or whatever you use in order to listen to people real. Thank you again. All right, today's topic is actually going to be focusing on digital marketing. So, as I started this show a long time ago, well, I don't know how long ago, it's uh, honestly not that, that long ago, but definitely long ago versus some of the other things that I've been doing recently. So um, I basically said I would talk about three subjects. One was digital marketing, which I do during my day job. SEO is a huge component of it, and so I'll be focusing quite a bit on that, or at least when I talk about it. The second thing, and possibly more important, is education. And that's why I spun off a brand new podcast called Educate, spelled E-D-U, the letter K, and the number eight. And uh, yeah, that's where I interview a bunch of people um, about their thoughts on how to improve the educational systems that we have here today through their own experience, through their own education, through the many experiences they've had in life. A lot of them are startup captains or people who've done very well in life. All right, and then the third thing that I talk about is startups. So I am actually in the middle of building one, um, almost to the end here. Uh, We expected it to actually be done by now, but as you will find out with construction or development of any kind, there's always some delay or hiccup. Not necessarily because of your vendors or people who are working on the project, your employees, whatever. Sorry, team members. But sometimes it's because of your own management skills or your lack of. So I do have to blame myself for the fact that I didn't expect a lot of things along the way. Um, You know, it was good learning, though, very much. And that's one of the reasons why I want to do another series or podcast or something which basically talks about how to build the perfect startup. So that is something maybe you can expect from me down the road. All right, so today's topic, get to it after ranting about a few other things, is honestly about the new super highway. This was something that was talked about quite a bit in the 90s um, and even in the early 2000s as far as what the internet was. As I'm jogging to my final destination, which is UCLA for my house, I learned that UCLA is basically two and a half miles away from my place, so it'd be a perfect jaunt to every morning and then a perfect, you know, run back home. So to get my five miles or so that I try to hit on a regular basis, if not at least a couple of miles every morning. Well, on the way there, I crossed two main streets. Sometimes uh, I will pass a third one or fourth if I go a different direction. But the first one is Santa Monica Boulevard. Very, very busy road that goes east to west. And when I hit that boulevard, you can notice immediately the increase of traffic. Like there is lots of cars here at 5 in the morning. Yeah, even at 5 in the morning. And then when I head back, which is like 5.30 or 6 sometimes, 
um, you can see that the traffic is just, you know, significant. Now, why that's important is because if you're trying to build a business, you need traffic, you need customers, you need basically a lot of people who can see your storefront or at least recognize you exist. And that was the traditional way of building a business. They would go and look for busy areas, especially for like restaurants, for example, where you don't do a lot of planning perhaps, or you can do a lot of last minute decision-making as a consumer. And so those are perfect destinations or perfect places to set up shop, right? Same thing with uh, like apparel or other industries where you, know, you can kind of make this last minute kind of purchasing decision. And frankly, as a business, you benefit from it, right? So perfect. Well, guess what? A few companies change that and you know who they are. And if you don't, you are literally living under a rock. One of them is Amazon, my former employee. Or sorry, employee, I wish it was my employee, but my former employer, Jeff Bezos, years ago imagined and planned out, frankly, the disruption of the old way of doing things. He not only saw the inefficiencies in operations with retail, but he saw the inefficiencies with almost everything, including hosting. And that's why today you see AWS, one of their business lines, being the reason why they make tons and tons of money. And on top of that, why their stock is at like over $3,000 a share. You know, I wish I would have bought into that a little bit more when I was there. I wish I wouldn't have taken his greed and his unethical behavior as seriously as I did, to a certain degree. I do actually feel good that I left an organization that did somewhat promote a more Darwinistic, less people-friendly you know, environment. And a lot of my friends and a lot of my past coworkers left as well. But they reaped some better benefits because they started it much earlier. Well, regardless, Jeff was right. Or at least Jeff was right that the general public in the world would gravitate towards something like this. They would actually appreciate the convenience. They would actually like all the selection all in one place. You know, there's just so many benefits of having it online, right? Or in one specific location. Literally, he wants to become the superstore like that has everything from food to literally everything that you can buy. Well, after he did that, along with a lot of other companies who attempted to do the same thing, including companies he bought, like Zappos, you know, they did it with shoes. Or my other employer, like Expedia, which did it to travel. So no longer do you see travel agencies out there, right? And so while this is happening, you can see a lot of businesses on these busy roads basically disappearing. Yeah, it's no longer working. So if you haven't figured it out yet, rather, the internet is taking over. And I know that's an obvious concept, but what's not an obvious concept is how to take advantage of it. But that's something I've been actually paying attention to since literally 2004, maybe even earlier, frankly. I was definitely a consumer in the old days in 1993 and before. I've always loved to literally jump into anything that's kind of new just to see if it actually has use. And so, yeah, maybe I'm a pioneer in some respects. Maybe I'm not because frankly, I'm not, you know, a unicorn founder, at least not yet. But what I've always realized how, is how important it is to leverage that. And so that's why one of my skill sets is SEO. And 
a lot of us honestly are the Rodney Dangerfields of digital marketing or even marketing in general. But what they are realizing is that we're not Rodney Dangerfield uh, or the Rodney Dangerfields of the industry. We're actually the Brad Pitts and there's lots of us. And if you do get to know a very good SEO or a good digital marketer, you can truly expand your reach and you can ex truly expand your visibility and potentially even grow a business that is as large as Expedia or Amazon, or at least even one-tenth. Think about it. If you could build a business that was worth one-tenth of one trillion, wouldn't you be happy? So, here I am telling you how important it is. Something that you probably think, duh. But one thing that I've preached and one thing I've made videos about is one of the tools to leverage it. And here I will repeat it again. So on a map, you're able to see all the busy roads. So that's very clear. Or if not, you can actually drive to the roads and you can find out how busy they are. Or you can talk to government agencies. There's so many different resources out there to show you how busy certain roads are, right? Highways, honestly, are easy to you know, um, see. So things like that, very, very simple. But one thing that's very tough for people who are exploring digital marketing kind of channels is that they don't know honestly where to find the busy roads on the internet well you'd think that that's pretty simple but it isn't because it's not a map but what google has done is they have created some tools to help you see it like a map and one of them is a free tool well indirectly free but it's a free tool for the most part called keyword planner and where do you find keyword planner you find it in Google Ads. So sure, Google is doing everything they possibly can to give you this tool if you use their platform. But if you don't, at least you can get some estimates. So you can actually sign up for free and use the tool at getting estimates. But if you want accurate data, which I get because I manage multiple campaigns all the time, I'm able to see closer and closer estimates than most people. And as a result, I can tell you for almost any term that Google has in their database, how many people search for it on a monthly basis. So once I can see how many people are searching for it, basically I can tell you that's one of those busy roads. That's where you wanna be in front of. That is the place where you can build a business and honestly reap the rewards. Well, that's simple, right? Well, maybe not. I know lots of people I've told this to, literally 90% out there who don't use it still to this day. And I would say somewhere in the neighborhood like 99. Well, if you are one of the 1%, or maybe even two or three that's growing, what's next? How to get there, right? And so I'm happy to show anybody that, but I'll be honest, even when I do, they still don't know. Or at least they still have a lot of difficulty because they can't wrap their head around the fact that frankly, you have to do more than one thing. It's not a very simple route to success. If it was, everybody would be rich. Everybody would be successful. So what you have to do is you have to think about it from a holistic perspective. And you actually have to think about it from a consumer's perspective. What does a consumer want when they're going and actually searching for something? And you should be able to do that. Everybody out there in the world should be able to understand exactly how you think. And when you think, what do you want? Once you can get to that core of understanding what you want, 
you can actually start to understand what Google wants to put in those results. So, here's an example. Years ago, people were searching, and they still do to, to this day, for travel terms. So for example, you wanna to fly to, let's say, New York City from, let's say, St. Louis. So some examples of some terms are flights to New York City. One thing that people don't have is endless amounts of money. So they might put words like, or qualifiers, like cheap flights to New York City. Well, it's not just that set of phrases that you will you know, want to examine or those set of phrases that basically people are searching. They'll put NYC, they will put St. Louis to New York City flights. There are all these different permutations or combinations of phrases, okay? So we have that to start off with. Well, when you jump into that phrase on Google or even Bing these days, which represents about 25% of the searches in the United States, not as much internationally, but they are definitely growing here in the US. Well, if you look at that SERP or search engine results page, you can actually go through each result and you can start to understand honestly what each of the results serve, like whether or not they're relevant to you after you search. And if they are, Google deems them as something very important and that's why they'll shift them up the search results page, all right? Sorry for all that background noise. Like I always say, when I'm getting these ideas and thoughts and I wanna share with you, unfortunately, it's out and about and where things are getting busy, speaking of. So anyway, back to the SERP. So you can look at the results and basically examine them one by one. And that's what a true SEO, in my opinion, does effectively, if they are actually doing a good job. Well, when you look at that, you can actually see these days how it's changing. It's no longer just text and websites. Nowadays, you see on the right-hand side, which is called the knowledge panel, many other features like Wikipedia articles or Google My Business filling that space. In the main SERP, you know, the stuff on the left-hand side, typically you see ads first if it's a commercial search. If not, you'll see just straight up organic results. If it's a local search, meaning you're trying to look for a dentist near you or some, you know, service provider that might be nearby, restaurant, etc., you'll see a local pack of three. So Google has deemed that as very relevant for anybody searching locally. And then depending on the search, you'll see all kinds of other features from, you know, answers to questions or, you know, you'll see Twitter tweets rather. Um, you know, you'll just see all sorts of different information that exists in that SERP. And that is what Google is trying to provide to you to get to that relevance, to get what you want, and honestly, the things that you need to eventually provide. Now, how do you get into all those? Great question. Again, you need to understand and perhaps work on figuring it out with somebody like myself, somebody like Clarity Online, who is a partner of mine who does an incredible job. I mean, frankly, what they do, something that almost no um, company that I know um, on the web does, is they build the storefront or they build basically the architecture so well that your SEO becomes even stronger. I've seen it literally in a week and a half with the startup that we've been working on forever. I just asked my business partner, and I'll tell you who he is if you ever want to know, 
and he literally did it within a couple of days and then about a week plus afterwards you could start to see that we were showing up much better on Google and I knew that would be the case once we got closer and closer to our launch date because if you don't build the website in that way unfortunately you won't be found at all rather <laughs> let's just say the hurdles are immense I'm not saying not at all because you could always build out your Google My Business you could work on that a bit and there's also other ways of basically showing up despite even having poor architecture but I will tell you it will help quite a bit so anyway obviously I'm going off on different parts of SEO and I'm also going off on different things that you can do a lot of them are hard to understand there's no question about it it didn't take me literally overnight to understand this it took me years but what I'm trying to do is try to help you all out there understand it much more quickly so you can get to your business goals and hopefully do what you love to do, whatever it may be, whether it be dental, whether it be real estate, whether it be anything that exists out there. Well, anyway, I hope this helped here for all of you out there. I hope that, you know, You've started to appreciate, at least through some of these podcasts and or some of the videos we have on our YouTube channel. So basically, you can search Seattle Organic SEO YouTube or YouTube Seattle Organic SEO and you'll see our channel. And I've been trying to create more and more videos for all of you out there to give you more of a visual experience on top of the audio. And uh, yeah, so you don't have to do this theater of the mind thing that I'm doing here on this podcast. And thank you, Tony Downs, if you're listening out there for giving me those fun words to use. And thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I hope this was helpful. I'll be back on another episode of People Real soon, maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after, but definitely soon. Have a great day.